You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. Business Blab. We're taking off our mom hats and letting our entrepreneurial side show. So grab a notebook and give yourself a bossy timeout. Welcome back to Business Blab. This is Megan. And this is Mickey. Hello, everyone. It is shopping season. And so we thought it would be fun for this episode of Business Blab to go over some of our favorite tips to own and operate a small business. As small business owners ourselves, we can be the first to tell you it's not easy, but the payoff is worth all the stress. Yep. So let's get started. First, find something that you love. So, I mean, owning a small business takes so much blood, sweat, and tears. If it's not something that you enjoy doing or that you're passionate about, it's going to be torture. So finding something that you love, shoot for your dreams, you know, go all in if you're going to do it. Go for something that you love. And that way, I mean, they say, if you love what you're doing, you never work a day in your life, you're still going to be working, but at least it'll be more enjoyable. Yeah. I, it almost to a fault because like, I feel that way with what I do and it's just like, I never stop working. I, Mm. you know, I just love it so much that it's like, Oh, I have this idea of this idea. I'm constantly just like rolling ideas on my head, which can be a good thing and a bad thing. But I mean, it won't always be like that. But just when you're so excited and passionate about what you're doing, it really the amount of time and hours that you clock much more, I don't know, just kind of more worth it. And you can kind of cut yourself some slack because you're doing something that's really filling up your soul. The next tip that is so important right up there with finding something you love is getting organized. It it can be, especially when you're super passionate, you have all these ideas, all these things all over the place. If you don't get your systems in order and get your just life in order and organized, you're not going to be successful. It's, it's really, really hard to have your business all over the place. I'm looking at my office right now as we're talking about this. And that's <laughs> why I'm having such a hard time articulating what I'm trying to say because my office is a disaster right now, which always happens to me when I get super busy. So that's something that's really a working project for me is staying organized. But we're talking like in your email, on your desktop, in your physical office, just everything that you can find your own way. It doesn't have to be like some fancy home edit organization system. If you find something that works for you, so you at least know where your things are and keep track of everything, then it's going to be really helpful. Yeah, and I'd say that's even more important if you're a mom or working from home having things organized and just knowing that it's in its place. You, oh, you only get a little bit amount of time to work on this one thing. Not having to go dig around and find the thing that you need to work on is going to save you so much time and just make it so much less stressful. Mm -hmm. So next is being consistent. So this, this can be hard to do if you're, you know, not really set in your business plan necessarily. Like I know that I'm a huge, um, I'm definitely guilty of this. I just get super excited about this, this like one idea and go all in for like a couple weeks. And then something happens with like personal life and I kind of let it go. And then I'm just kind of, my, my business plan is just looks like a, one of those heartbeat monitors, like really high, really low drop off for a while. You have to be consistent or you're not going to be successful. You're it's hard to get clients and customers and followers if you're not showing up for yourself every day and they're not you know they're gonna you're gonna fall off of their radar and they're gonna go somewhere else Mm -hmm. and that kind of goes hand in hand with then not biting off more than you can chew 
just because, you know, it's easy to want to give your audience and your potential clients the world. You want to give them every piece of you, but you're also giving yourself to your family and to your partner and to your friends. And so make it easier on yourself to be consistent by not taking on more than what you can handle. So that might be sitting down and having a really honest conversation with yourself about, okay, what is realistically too much? Where can I find this balance? And then as you evolve as a business owner, then you can start to slowly, you know, dive in and add a little bit more, add a little bit more and, you know, stay consistent for your audience. And they'll kind of come along with you on that journey. The next one is setting goals, but they need to be flexible goals and then reassessing them often. So I'm really guilty of if I set a goal and it's not going that way, I beat myself up because it's not going that way. That's why I say it's so important to have flexible goals. Have your goal, but be okay if that goal changes along the way, especially in 2020 with this pandemic. I mean, I had huge goals this year. 2020 was my year, just like everyone else. (laughs) I had huge goals. And obviously, I did not accomplish a lot of them. And that's okay because I let those goals be flexible. And I go through, you know, depending on what the goal is and what my schedule looks like, I go through those goals monthly or quarterly or yearly and just kind of say, okay, what can I change? This is where I'm at right now. What can I change to get to a more realistic goal? Just being flexible with those expectations, Mm -hmm. but you need to have goals. You have to have goals. Yeah. Um, Next is to make time to work on and in your business. So just prioritizing that time at the end of, either at the end of the day I know especially as a mom by the end of the day I am exhausted at seven o'clock and I don't want to go do literally anything else but in order to make my business successful I am going to have to set aside that time and make it you know like work hours like office hours every day you're going to do this at this time even if you're just putting in like an hour of work every day have being consistent with that and just having the dedicated time where you can have like no disruptions, no distractions, just that time to focus on your business is totally crucial. Mm -hmm. Yep. I couldn't agree more with that one. The next one is to be clear in your branding, your mission, and what value you want to provide to your customers. So we've talked about this a lot on our show. We've had on the amazing Kelsey Curtis, who gave us a whole episode about branding. Your brand is so, so, so important to your business. And I'm actually working on something that you guys have seen teasers and it will be rolling out here in the next month or so. That's really going to help find that balance in your branding and your life as a boss lady or a mom. And so, you know, stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, just really sit down and think about your branding. It's more than just your logo. There's so much more behind it. Think about what you want your brand to say to the people who see you how you want to show up and what you want people to feel when they see your branding. And we'll dive in a lot more with that as time goes on, but it really is a big part of your business. Yeah. Um, Next is be creative. So you want to attract new clients and how are you going to do that? There are tons of ways to be creative, to dig up new, you know, new followers, new clients Um, with offers. You can do giveaways, have sales, just think outside of the box and do something fun. We've we've done a few giveaways and it's exciting to interact with other people. Um, I love providing 
people with stuff. I, I love free stuff. I know people <laughs> love free stuff and I like designing things for people. So find something that you like to do maybe and turn it into a way to involve other people and attract them to your business. Mm-hmm. People get so sick of seeing just saying, Hey, buy this for me. And, Oh, do you want to make this amount of money? Like come take my program. You know, think just stuff that's been done over and over and over again. Like we're feeling it, you got to know that your audience is feeling it too. So thinking of ways that you can attract those clients to come and see you and what you have to offer and stand out without just being that same sales pitch that they're seeing every time they scroll through their phone. And with that being said, that's why it's so important to know your audience. So you can put content out there all day. And we talked in an earlier episode about how to figure out who your audience is and how to grow your audience. But knowing who they are is is so important because if you're putting stuff out there that doesn't even interest your audience you either need to pivot what you're putting out there or go find the audience that will appreciate what you have to say so just really taking a peek at who's watching and get to know them what do they like what do they want to see from you what can you give back to them what can you do to provide them value will be really helpful yeah um, next is to network everywhere you go. So if you have business cards, I highly recommend business cards. I think people still use those <laughs> back back in the day when we were allowed to socialize outside <laughs> of our homes. Um, but I mean, that can be a simple, like wearing stuff with your brand on it and talking to people about it. Like, don't just be like, oh, thanks. Oh, you like my sweatshirt? Thanks. Yeah. Boss ladies, babies, whatever. Network. Like, talk to people. Reel them in. Let them know what you do, how you can help them, why they should listen to you and search you out and work with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just kind of think about everything in your life as a networking opportunity. And I know that sounds, I don't know, maybe cold or maybe just like not very... I don't know, not, not a way that somebody wants to be. I can't think of the word right now, but, but change the way that you think about that. So, you know, I see everything as a networking opportunity. That doesn't mean that I don't want to get to know people on a personal level as well. But when I think about it, like, okay, they're doing um, elections for new positions in my HOA for my neighborhood. Yeah, I'm going to go out for that because guess what I can do? I can talk to everyone in the neighborhood then about what I do for business. I can also connect with my neighbors that's great. I'm networking for my business and I'm meeting people. Um, Join a club. I just joined a mom's club and that's great because I need some friends, but also guess what? Hey moms that I just met, I'm a real estate agent. I have this social community and a podcast for boss ladies and, you know, just using every single thing that you do in your life as an opportunity to spread what you do, share your value, share your knowledge, let people know. And, you know, they're going to choose you since they know you over somebody else who's out there. So it's not as cold as it sounds. That's kind of a harsh way to put it. But almost everything you do in your life can be a business opportunity. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. So the next one. Sorry, you guys. I'm off my game today. (laughs) The next one is staying authentic. How how ironic that that's the next (laughs) one. Totally Put it in it all out there all the time for your audience. I mean, obviously, you want to have some kind of boundaries or limits, maybe. But, I mean, if you're having an off day with a cloudy brain, let your people know that. People are attracted when they see other people being vulnerable. And the more that you 
put it out there that, hey, I'm a real person. Like, yes, I do this really cool thing or I sell this really cool thing, but I'm also a real person just like you. I have crappy days just like you. I get tired just like you. Obviously, you don't want to always be like ho-hum, <laughs> but it's good for them to see you at your highs and your lows and just really truly being who you are because that's how you're going to relate to people on the deepest level. So anybody out there who is having a really cloudy December 1st, can't get their brain in check today, we're relating right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think it especially being a small business owner, since you typically don't have like a ton of employees or or anything like that, it's it's you that people are going to be interested in and you're the thing that draws them in and makes them want to work with you or buy from you. So staying authentic and being a genuine person and building those authentic relationships is going to do a lot for yourself and for your business. Mm -hmm. Yep. So next is to invest in yourself. So continue growing your knowledge, fine tuning your skills. Don't get stagnant. There's so, I mean, the world is moving so fast, especially with technology right now. You're never going to be a hundred percent expert and done with anything that you're doing. There's always going to be more to learn, even if it's, you know, learning more about marketing or branding or, you know, your specific, if you, if you sell an item, ways to create that or a service. Um, there's just so much out there to know. So just keeping your brain busy and continuing to grow and expand your knowledge and, and what you know and what you can offer other people is really important. Absolutely. And giving yourself that permission to invest monetarily in things as well. I mean, it it's really hard, I would say, personally, as a business owner to feel comfortable putting money back into your business. Because it's like, you know, even my husband doesn't understand like, well, you know, why do you need to do that? You know, that we could use that money for this or that, but it takes money to make money. Unfortunately, that really is true. So giving yourself that permission, even if it's small, like for myself, I just started doing, um, for every real estate transaction that I close, I take 10% right off the top with my taxes and I put it aside for marketing or education or anything that I want to do to grow myself as a business owner. It's not a lot, and I would eventually like to put more away, but just having right off the top, allowing that that money set aside that I know, like, I can use this for whatever marketing I want to do, whatever education I want to do, then I don't feel so guilty about it. So just finding a way to give yourself that permission, because you've got to invest in yourself if you want to keep growing. Mm -hmm. So next is to accept help. So especially starting out, there are just a lot of aspects of small business that you're going to need help with, whether that's, you know, asking for help from like a mentor to help you actually figure out what you're doing and how to do it. Um, even family and friends reaching out, hey, can you guys help me out by, you know, spreading the word, let let your friends and family know if, if that I'm doing this thing. And if they need this thing to contact me, um, there's just so many areas that are better done with help. So being able to just accept that help and not feeling like too proud or anything, um, you just got to let it be and, and accept it. Mm -hmm. And there's so many great services out there. Like a big one is fiverr.com where you can find people like virtual assistants that can help you with basically anything that you might need help with for really, really inexpensive. 
So if you find yourself really struggling with something, you know, just look for the help. Maybe it will be free. Maybe it will be a cost, whatever you're comfortable with. But the help is going to be out there for basically anything that you need help with. You don't have to do this alone and you shouldn't do it alone. And with that being said, also asking for support and giving your support back. So asking your friends and family, asking your followers for the things that you want them to do. Like, can you please like my page? Can you write me a review? Can you, you know, share this on your page? Things like that. Also giving that back to other people in your life and in your circle, other small businesses. I mean, you know, we're trying this year especially, and it should be like this every year, but we're really trying to give our support to as many small businesses as we can and shout them out. You know, we've started doing ads on our podcast, free advertisement for boss ladies to come on and talk about their business, you know, trying to do blog posts that highlight small businesses and, you know, just giving as much support as we can because it feels really good. And also knowing that the more people we support, the more people will be willing to come back and support us when we need it as well. Yeah. Um, don't be afraid of failure. So that's kind of just a big life lesson in general. But you're going to reach out. You're going to try new things. You're going to take those chances. And sometimes you're going to fail. And that has to be okay. Because no one is 100% perfect at everything the first time that they try it. Using those failures as you know, education and learning from those mistakes. And maybe pivoting what you're doing a little bit. And trying something a little different. And you got to, you know, trial and error, pick yourself back up, try again, eventually, you're gonna hit the mark and succeed. But without those little failures along the way, you're not going to learn and you're, you know, you're not gonna get it done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And we actually had a really good conversation on, oh my gosh, it was probably a couple months ago now with the startup squad podcast mm -hmm. episode that we did, where we talk a lot about failure and you know, having that conversation even at the dinner table, going around and talking about, hey, what did you fail at today? And just kind of normalizing that failure is going to happen. And it's a huge stepping stone growth. And you have to fail to succeed. So go check out that episode if you haven't listened to it yet. It really dives in a lot more just about being an entrepreneur at, as a young child or as an adult. Mm -hmm. We kind of touch on both. And we really talk a lot about um, that failure piece in there as well. The next one that is so important, especially these days, is showing up on social media. You have to put yourself out there. And I know that this gets driven into all of us in any kind of course you take for business is, you know, being on Facebook, being on Instagram, showing up, but it's so important now more than ever. That's where you get that authenticity piece. That's, you know, where you can really relate to your customers. That's where you get just so much more. You can put so much more out there. You can do stories that really show them a part of your life. I mean, you know, with Mickey and her embroidery business, you can find a, a sweatshirt, you know, online from what I could think of probably 10 different stores right now at the mm -hmm. top of my head. What's going to set you apart? That's where you show up on social media. And as Mickey was saying, they're buying from you. Yes, your product is probably better than those 10 different stores, but they don't really know that unless you show up on social media and show them. There's just so much connection that happens on social media, especially today. So you don't want to be uncomfortable, but finding ways to show up in your own way, it, it's huge. It's 
it's mandatory, I would say, at this point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and then last, don't let imposter syndrome sneak in. So we are all probably guilty of this. There's so many businesses out there. There's so many. No matter what you're going to do, there's already someone that's doing it, most likely. Believing in yourself and believing in your business, what you want to do, why you're doing it, and not letting those feelings of inadequacy sneak in is so, so important in life and business. You're there for a reason. You're doing what you want to do for a reason. And people like you and want to buy from you or work with you for a reason. There's no one else out there like you. No one's going to do what you're doing exactly like you. And you deserve to be where you are. So not letting those feelings, you know, take over and put you down or discourage you in any way. You just got to keep moving forward and believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, just think of with your business, if you would have, like, if you already own a business or if you're thinking about starting one, if you already own a business and you wouldn't have started it because you were afraid that nobody cared what you had to say, think of where you would be right now, not where you are, most likely mm -hmm. not where you are. And for those of you who are thinking about starting a business, but are maybe having those insecurities, just go for it. The worst that's going to happen is People are not going to right away and you might have to pivot what you're doing. But just like with anything in life, if you have confidence behind what you're doing, it's going to attract more people. And so what? Maybe sometimes you don't know what you're talking about. Then you learn. You keep growing. You fake it as much as you can while you are continuing to grow your skills and the value that you can present with people. You make it happen. People... They want to hear what you have to say, even if it is something that somebody else is already saying. They want to hear it from you. And what you have to say matters and it is important. So please, please, please never let that hold you back in your business or in your life, honestly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So let's, those are our feelings on being small business owners. If you guys are just starting out or considering starting and you want to talk to anyone about it, we totally encourage you to reach out to us. Um, we both own very different types of businesses. So there's a chance that, you know, what you're doing is going to relate to at least one of us. And we just have a lot of knowledge and we'd love to support you in any way that we can with your business. And yeah, with that, we will let you go and we will see you guys next week. Until then, stay bossy. Thank you for listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate, review, and leave us some feedback. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and join the conversation in our Facebook group at Boss Ladies and Babies. And until next time, stay, stay bossy. bossy.